listeners, welcome to our podcast, Keeping Your Horse Dream Alive with Lynn Ringrosmo. Lynn, we were out working with our horses the other day, and you had an idea for a podcast that I want to jump on, and that is thinking outside the box with your horse. So what does that mean? Can you can you elaborate on that? Sure, John. That's kind of something I... I try to be open to, actually, because some of my best solutions for certain horses have been very non-traditional things that sort of spontaneously came to me. But I think it's trusting your intuition and being open-minded to unorthodox ideas. I'm sure many of you have had things you tried just because you spontaneously felt like maybe this would work and it worked with that particular equine. I've had several cases where I thought, why not? There's no rules here on how we have to do things. So this horse isn't fitting into the cookie cutter system that most of us have for bringing a horse along in the training. So maybe I have to make my cookie cutter look a little different for that particular animal. So there's just an example was we have a horse that has difficulty with being tied or restrained for being tacked up. And he gets, I think he builds anxiety even from it, but it just kind of came to me to teach him to ground tie. So I did. I taught him to ground tie, and in the process of teaching him to ground tie, he found a whole new place in his body to relax and let down. And what I realized was he finds it necessary to turn his head so he can see what's going on behind him. And I think being restrained in his head, either in cross ties or tied, he couldn't quite turn his head without moving his feet. And I think it created anxiety in him. And once I had him ground tie, my rules for ground tie are this. You can turn your head, but you just can't move your feet. Your feet have to stay stationary. So he then was allowed to turn his head left and right because he could look behind him. And then over time, he just quit turning his head. He didn't feel the need. He relaxed. He stood quietly, dropped his head, big sigh very different horse to work with now. And that was me just being willing to take a different path with that individual. And many of you probably go, well, I ground tie my horses all the time. Well, we're in a kind of busy facility and we don't ground tie our horses typically, but it it made me kind of think about that as an option in my training program for some horses. Another thing I've done... Sometimes I get English horses that come into training that have been taught to push on the snaffle bit. In other words, they lean against the rider's hands. They don't have a sympathetic connection through the reins with the rider. They're actually pushing the bit forward in their hands. And so I often will ride them what I call wanglish which I take a snaffle bit and hang it in their mouth and I put a bozolito on with a makati and ride them in my own version of the Wenglish two rein, which is an English rein and then a makati rein, teaching that horse that they can stay inside that bozolito 
while carrying the snaffle bit. And I've been able to kind of rehabilitate some horses on the snaffle bit that way. And that's just kind of me thinking outside the box. And maybe some of you have tried that. It's it's a Wenglish version of the two-ring bridle horse. But um, I find it a great training tool on horses that that don't really understand how I want them to feel in a snaffle bit. So those are all things that I do that I think are thinking outside the box. But even when teaching riders and horses, I try to be open to presenting information in different formats and different ways because everybody learns differently. And if you're only presenting your information in one format, you're going to miss a lot of the riders and you will probably miss a lot of the horses with your education. So thinking outside the box is also listening. I call it inner listening to all the years of knowledge that a person has inside themselves, all the years of knowledge they have about their own horse or mule, all the years of knowledge we have about our own skill set, what am I comfortable doing? Maybe something's outside of my comfort zone. Why do I feel that way? Maybe that's not appropriate for me with my horse. Maybe there's a better way that we can approach it. And that's what I call thinking outside the box. Being open to unorthodox or different ideas that might lead you to the same conclusion that you're hoping for. I think as adults, we kind of forget how to play, how to have fun, how to experiment, how to try this, how to try that. I think all of us have that ability to think outside the box, maybe not like somebody else, but we all have the ability to to do something, experiment, see what happens, uh, try something new. And I think that's that's what you're saying. Just, yeah, just, just be mindful, have fun. Relax. Try something new. The rules, the you know, don't have so many rigid, fixed rules. I learned something from a student one day, and I will tell you, I always learn something from every student pretty much every time I work with them. So this particular student was a 12-year-old girl, and she was posting the trot. And I asked her to switch her diagonal. So instead of sitting down on the saddle an extra beat she stayed up in the air an extra beat now this was a way I had never seen anyone change their posting diagonal some of you've probably seen it or some of you might do it I had never seen it I thought huh that's interesting that's different did I try to fix her? No, I pointed out that there was another way she could change her diagonal but honestly I didn't find the way that she chose to be detrimental to the horse. In fact, when I think about it, I almost think the horse found it easier because she was up off his back holding that extra beat rather than sitting on his back the extra beat. So that day I learned something sort of profound from one of my students and I don't think they were even trying to teach me anything. So I thought, huh, maybe we have to not be so rigid in how we look at things or how how we perform certain tasks. And that's just one example. Boy, another lesson for life. 
Yes. <laughs> Another lesson we for think life. This, we think this podcast is about horses, but you know what? It's about life. It is about life. <laughs> okay. That's it. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.